Welcome, everyone, to the New Japan Weekly Show here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen, and on COD, the host of Devious One, Ivan C. here with my brother, the man with the IQ that I wish that Gato could get better at. But you know what? He actually made the right decision this time. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Bagley, what is going on, Bagley? You're on mute. So excited that I went on mute, but uh, the one, the one time, the one time that we we thought that he had no chance of winning, and he goes and does it. This is what Gato does to us. Oh, I know. This is what's good. Yeah, yeah. what is going on, Mister Universal himself? That's right, Nick Dieterding, ladies and gentlemen. That is right, man. Well, you're right. I mean, what a jam-packed Saturday today, ladies and gentlemen, that we have. Here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, if you're watching this on Twitch, watching this on Twitch and on YouTube all over right now, and not just only on the COD, but also on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Today on the network, we do have a stack episode, you know, a stack afternoon. Later on this evening, we're at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We do have the Out of Here podcast coming to you later on today on this Saturday's evening. And, of course, we do have later on 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, we have the Roto Slappers, baby, as they'll be also live. That's right, my travel chief, what is going on? And, of course, to close it out for Saturday evening, we're going to have the Tim King Show later that evening. He's going to have a jam pack of full of guests, and I cannot wait to see all of these shows later happening tonight. So, you see, you're not only just getting professional wrestling, you're getting baseball, you're getting NFL draft, you know, free, you know, everything overall here on the bloodline. A little bit, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. We're trying yeah, to cover everything that you like. We're trying to cover it. That's right. That is right. And it's time to cover what we left off of. Of course, this past week, we did see the quarter, you know, the semifinals and the finals. Well, we're here yep. to talk about it. To give our feedback. We hear everybody else's shows. They do it. But now it's our turn to give our feedback of this new Japan cup. And man, it was, I could say this was like one of the best New Japan Cup I ever seen, Bigly. I don't know if you feel the same, yeah. but man. Yeah, especially this one because of uh, the fact that somebody winning that we didn't expect to. And I implore you guys, definitely hit us up in the comment section. Let us know what you think of the tournament if you watched it. Like who you had winning, and then what were your expectations when, of course, they crowned the the winner uh, this Tuesday because I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't have guessed that he would have won, and I'll, we'll get into that when we get to the finals. But there was a lot of craziness and excitement because of uh, defection and going to a new group. I thought that was great. And, and then we had a couple of people return. So we'll get into that after we're done the – the three matches that we have to talk about in the tournament. 
Absolutely. And let's get into the first one of the night, which is, oh, we got, yes, Finley versus Tamatanga. Now, that match was insane. Um, it, a lot of close close calls that happened, especially with the gun stun. It was going to happen everywhere, but it didn't. And then Finley, of course, yeah. I, I just like the chemistry these two guys have. And, and, it, and it really, really showed a lot of, you know, What's going on, streets? What is going on, my brother? Yes. You'll be on later on today. Rotom Slappers, baby. That is right. But, man, this matchup was great. I enjoyed the back and forth offensive moves. And then seeing, you know, Finley, of course, I don't know how many times he really countered that gun stun. And then towards the end, the Panda Crusher to get this victory. It was out of nowhere. No pun intended, Randy Orton. But this was out of nowhere. Uh, Finley hitting the finisher. But it was a great, it was an awesome match. I enjoyed it. Great opening for the semifinals. Bring it down, baby. Well, give us your take on this. Yeah, he must have tried the the gun stun probably five or six times every every time he went to do it. It's always the same thing. Uh, the opponent always guesses it where they just hold him and keep him from like pushing the momentum down. It makes me wonder. Maybe it's something. Maybe they need to change something with it to where he doesn't get it. Uh, countered every single time and then finally on the fifth time he hits it because he it does it out of nowhere like you know the RKO out of nowhere that's the only time that he really hits it but like it he did a good job here like Dave Finley has kind of like just gone through the matches he's been like the underdog in each matchup it feels like but it, it's it's that moment where he does that dastardly uh, kick to the groin that he does in each match is when he decides to take over. I think in this one, he gets behind Tamatanga and then he pulls the leg out of, of him in the back of his heel and it allows him to take over. But then, of course, Tama goes to do the gun stung two times, gets reversed, and then he turns him around and does the trash panda uh, to him and gets the victory. It's just these small things that he does in the matchup now where he he gets it in his favor like he pulls out uh, uses the ref he he hits him in the leg it's the things that he didn't do before because he was a good guy and now he's a heel so it, I, I like seeing this new side of him uh, uh trying to win and then he mentioned the fact that i get afterwards he was like i gotta do this he was like i gotta carry on for the family and i'm like last week you were you were just trashing your father, and now you're saying you got to carry on the family legacy. And I'm like, <laughs> how, does that, how does that make sense? But it's like you're going from uh, you're going from legacy to legacy in matchups, and I still like what I'm seeing in Tom and Tom guy. He he makes a far run this time, loses to a guy that I thought would win it, and I'm wondering what what is next with Tom and Tom afterwards because. Uh, We'll get into it where they've announced matches for Sogora Genesis, and we don't know what's in store for him yet. Yeah, but I do know that Dave Finley's one step closer to that title shot, and I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Like mm. I said last week, I was like, I gave my guarantee, and I wasn't right, but you know, like. I was half right. Let's put it that way. I was half right. <laughs> you were half right. You were half right. You were almost all the way towards again. It would have been all your bracket right there. You see, yeah. this is why you go to the Blood Entertainment Network. When you follow basically 
when you see his best slips, this is what I'm talking about. This man is always close of getting everything right to the point of this finals. It could have gone that, but we'll get to the finals. But man, he was just want to get to semifinals before we get into it. But man, we got the next matchup: Sonata versus David Finn versus Mark Davis. We have Mark. Oh man, I enjoyed this match oh my God. so much. I, I look. I'm, I'm gonna lie. I fucking went nitty for this match. I, I did. I had to. The fact is, to see Mark Davis throughout this tournament, ever since he took over Will Osprey's place, nah, man, this guy is Stan Hansen 2.0, and he proved it in this match. He dominated the whole fucking match on this and Sonata. Sonata barely had any answers, and then towards the end when he did have answers. And what I love is that Mark Davis already saw it coming with the roll-up, with you know, Sonata always putting his neck in the back. He saw that coming. And just seeing Davis just taking, beat, oh God, just beating the shit out of Sonata. Yeah, you find, like, this is the one thing I like about this and putting Mark Davis over like they did, even in a loss in this tournament. Like he had two losses uh, spraying that Sonata. You have an identity for him now. Like I know you're saying, oh, well, he's in New Japan. He wrestles in a ring of honor. He wrestles in Impact. How does he not have an identity? He had a, a tag team identity, but now he has a an individual identity. Just like you said, Stan Hansen is a bruiser. He does these big time moves. I love the spinning spike power driver that he does now, and and that's a finisher in itself. But he uses it as like a a setup for the helicopter spin slam that he does, which which I love so much. That that's so hard to do. But he pulls it off great. But like just like you said, he dominated the match, and in in Sonata fashion, he was able to come back and win. And I love the fact that Sonata has the black hair now and the new look. Oh, I opened it up with this: the just five guys, uh, like handshake, handshake, like pound or whatever you want to call it. He's he just has that aggression now, like. You see it like he, he has that fire inside of him now. He's not behind somebody. He's not backing somebody up. He is the guy. He is the boss now. He is the face of just uh, five guys, which makes me giddy. That That's Nettie Worthy uh, later when we talk about uh, who he's going to be tag teaming with on mm-hmm. the road to Segura Genesis. But uh, <laughs> this was a great match, and I love the new finish. I like. I just love the the new version of Sonata. He needed this. He needed this uh, this new spark to his character because he was getting dull. That's why I didn't think he was going to win because there wasn't anything going on with him. And I we said he needed a shakeup. We wanted him to go with Taichi for the longest time, and we finally got it. And it's finally paying dividends. Oh no, I absolutely totally agree. Yeah. I think he needed that change. He needed it 100. percent The good, the look. He went back to the old school ways. The beginning of his career, black hair shaped up, nice and looking young again. So now, and then, just this match itself, I think was a match of the night. That then Davis doing pull up power driver and Sonata, how he sold it. Oh my god, I thought it was go. I thought it was over. I'm like, no way, Mark Davis is going to the finals. He landed but it man. so like so quick and devastating. Mm-hmm. Like phew. it was devastating, but I really enjoyed it. This was wow. 
Uh, I love it so much. I can't yeah. believe it, man. But, man, yeah, man, let's move on, man. We There we got, of course, night two to the finals, ladies and gentlemen, which <clears throat> the next finals, of course, we got to talk about this matchup because this matchup yes. was actually incredible. And, and I wanted to say this match itself made solidified Leo Rush's career. The fact is because Leo Rush, of course, challenging Hiromu yeah. throughout the whole time uh, in, you know, look at that. Oh, oh sensational. I love it. Oh, this was awesome. This was incredible. And then just seeing just seeing uh, Leo Rush challenging him and then going through tag matches along with Shiro facing LIJ, calling out, you know, Hiromu, and then finally got your matchup on the finals. And, man, the crowd was really behind Hiromu throughout the whole time, but then later throughout the in the beginning of it, later mm -hmm. on in the matchup, that's when we got to see the crowd was like, oh, Leo. Like, oh, shit, you can hear, like, you can't really understand that they said Leo Rush, but, man, all yeah. I can tell you is that they were supporting Leo at the end because his offensive moves, what he did, and everything, oh, so close of almost winning. I keep like it. This was given, I believe this was given like a 4.75 stars. I gave this a five star because I thought this was this was a banger. I love the fact that Leo Rush came out with the face paint, like half of his face was painted. I thought it was cool because it was kind of like indicative of like yin and yang. Like he is the yin to shows yang, um, yo's yang, like the one, the one half of each other. And I love the fact that in the beginning, I was like, I'm not sure about this tag team, but I really love the tag team now. I think they work well together. And the fact that Yo came out with them to support him was great. I thought the match was just banging. I love the fact that Leo Rush did he did the direct drive. He he did that, and then he went to use it to set up the the final yeah the final hour the the frog splash. And of course, you, you had Hiromu who gets up, he hits him, hits Hiromu back down, goes to do it again, and Hiromu gets his knees up in time to hit him. And there's just so many uh, reversals and high octane moves. Uh, it, it took three or four times of Hiromu doing, uh, of course, the finish to get it because it, at that point, Leah Rush kept on countering out of it using his knees to flip him over and do like a clothesline. It was just in and out of the ring, top rope. You know, you got Leo, he's the high flyer, and then you got Hiromu who has developed more of like a ground attack and more like power. Like and I've said it all along, when he loses this belt, he needs to move up the heavyweight. That's the move that needs to be made. It's not going to happen yet, but it was just a great match. I enjoyed every minute of it. I'm like, I, I watched it twice just because I wanted to like just digest everything that happened in this match. Good for Leah Rush. He's found a home in New Japan. And I see this guy's wrestling again. We got the, the best of the Super Juniors coming up on May 13th. So That's we're right. going to be seeing this again. I, 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 I'm telling you that now. I guarantee you this match is going to happen again. I agree. I totally agree. And this match, not only that, but it's like the, the close calls that I really thought, it, I yes. really, really thought he was going to win this. And I, it just, then Hiromo, of course, with his offensive, 
you know, because well, him doing yeah. that death valley to the outside, you know, you know, throwing uh, Leo Rush into into the barricade, and man, just shout out to Hiromu too, man. He did a great job putting over Leo Rush as well as Leo Rush putting himself over. But that was not over yet because after the I- matchup after that, man, bring it up, baby. You have it, bring it up because somebody, of course, Zack Zapper Jr. came out say we got a next opponent. And here it is, his next opponent. He is here, ladies and gentlemen, the return of Robbie Eagles, leaving chaos as he's joined now with TMDK, as he is now a new member of the TMDK faction, along with Zach Zombie Jr. And, man. It makes it makes sense because he's Australian. It's kind of funny that all the members are Australian, but Zach Zebra Jr., he is uh, British, and he's running the whole Australian group, and I love the fact that like you didn't know who it was, and you see the clips in the beginning, and I'm like, what are the clips in the beginning of guys screaming? Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, like, I watch after the third time, I'm like, oh, wait, it's him doing his, his submission to them, and them tapping out screaming, yeah. because of how painful it is to get put in his, uh, his finish. And you see him come out, and he starts talking. At the end, he's like, at Segura Genesis, he was like, I'm now part of the muddy, and the muddy don't kneel. And and then you see the picture of the TMDK shirt on him. And I just got got super nitty with that because I'm like, this is the guy. I've been saying this for months. We need Robbie Eagles back. Like, we have this this, uh, junior heavyweight uh, division, and he has been MIA for, like, I think four months, and I'm like, where is he? This is a perfect guy who has beat the tops. He's beat Desperado. He's beat Hiromu. And now he gets his shot again. And I'm like, I'm liking what happens with this. And I'm liking the fact that he's get put in a new group now because I felt like with chaos, he was kind of getting pushed to the side. And he needs that fresh start with his character. And what better way than to go to? TMDK to get a great start. He was like, this was the match of the night for sure. Definitely so. So now we're going to get at uh, Segura Genesis, we're getting Robbie Eagles versus Hiromu Takahashi for the junior heavyweight title. And I'm going for the upset. I am going for the upset here. You're going to go for Robbie Eagles, are you? Tell me you're going to go for Robbie Eagles. I'm going for him because he, he if there's anybody in those Hiromu, it's Robbie Eagles. And I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, that's going to happen at Sugar Genesis. We got TMDK, which is now Nichols. We got Shane Heast. We got the the, the leader, Zach Saber Jr. We got Bad Two Tito. If you watched Impact Sacrifice last night, he looked good uh, in the ring. And then you got Robbie Eagles. Oh, and we can't forget the young line, who's been who's been there, who's getting all the heat from all the other young lines for being in a inner group, so which is unheard of. But I'm, I'm, I didn't like him at first, but he's grown on me. Oh, look, all I know is that he, Robbie Eagles, to me, I like that uh, he had like an entertainment side. Yes. And then especially if you know that when he was teaming up with, um, with Tiger Mask, and that's when they were when they're I think that's when he won the junior tag team titles. Yes. But yes. And, and he, he had so, both uh, at one point. He had that and yes, the junior. Uh, and the junior, yeah. He had the junior heavyweight, yes. I'm yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I I think this could be 
Robbie Eagle's time as a heel and coming in and winning the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship once again, taking now, you mentioned earlier, getting Hiromu out of the, the Junior Heavyweight division. This could be the, the, the last draw for it. Maybe this could happen <laughs> at Sakura Genesis. We may yeah. see that. And then not only that, we're not going to see TMDK now having belts. We have Zack Zomber now with the television title. We're going to have Robbie Eagle now being the new member, having the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. I mean, it's like, and then not only that, imagine if Shane Hayes, Bad Dude Tito, um, who else do you have in TMDK? I'm trying to remember. Jesus Christ. I'm you, got, you got Hayston Nichols. Yeah, you got Nichols as well. So you just you got those three guys still could go for the never open man six man you know titles. TMDK could look strong right now. And then with this addition, I feel like it, it made the faction a little bit stronger because yeah, now you, we have to see the, the heel side. Yeah, you need to add these members. Like mm-hmm. I look at this, I'm like, just not like really big, but LIJ's under fire right now. If you think about it, they're under fire. Sonata leaves, and now Robbie like now every match that Hiromu has, he has an new guy coming out challenging them they're coming on fire and they got to be able to defend themselves and at some point uh they're gonna have to worry and then you got of course aaron hanari going for shingo takagi like things aren't getting easy for them i know i agree and i think and i mean we're seeing i think ah uh, it sucks i think we might see the end of the light jay coming because that was shingo being frustrated Maybe Hiromu might. You know, I think Hiromu's the only one, along with Bushi, who is still loyal. But something tells me that we might see Shingo being the next guy. So be like, yeah. you know what? I'm done. I'm out. And then from there, it's like you only have who do you have? Naito's. Uh, yeah, Naito, Titan, and Titan, and Bushi, and Hiromu. But then Hiromu's gonna be the next guy. Yeah. I mean, ah, uh, it, it, it's an. I mean, it sucks that it has to end that way. But it's almost the same how. You know, but this is different, though. I guess he could say that Hiro, I mean, Minoru ended Suzuki Gun. Like, he's like, you know what? I'm done. It's over. I want this to be, you guys go your separate ways. We do our own thing. Maybe that thing might have made it to that point because it's like Elijah, Elijah is dying out little by little. They're dying, and then you have the growth of a United Empire who've, who've never been bigger. And then now you got just five guys, and then you got. Here, TMDK, you got three new groups in the past three years. Exactly, and I I, I absolutely agree. And it's, it's just like, man, I, I I can't wait to see what's how Sakura. And then we're heading to the road of Sakura Genesis. So that's uh, such yes. another thing that I'm just can't wait to talk about for sure. Yeah. And of course, we got the finals, baby. Yeah, we got the finals. Oh, and here you go. I have it right there. There you go. Oh, there we go. Sonata. Versus David in the finals of the New Japan Cup, and I, all I can know, all I can tell you, the Finley was was the one with the strong offensive moves in the beginning, towards the middle, then right close, clearly towards again the Sonata, of course, with his offensive moves as well. Uh, he, the way how he just really countered, the way how he countered Panda Crush, and then the clothesline, and then hitting the signature new move. I thought, I swear, I thought Finley was gonna kick out, and he did it. <laughs> And and he didn't he didn't hit it the first time because he had the he had the choke in mm-hmm. he, he had the sleeper choke in and then he did the then he did the moonsault then he went to put it on again and Finley countered it went to do the trash panda had him up in the air 
for a little too long. And then I think Sonata kneed him in the head and then went behind him, put him back in it, and then hit the finish. So it was like this five or six move sequence that lasted a couple minutes before he actually got it. Then he then he gets the pin and everybody's like, oh my God. Like like didn't expect him to get the pin there. And just like he said, it was a crazy surprise. Oh, yeah. And then we get and then we get the afterwards right here. Ah, this got me so much. Uh, was this <sighs> them coming in and doing the pose? And then, of course, right afterwards, he calls out Okada, and Okada's like, "We're rivals." He was like, "Thank you for finally showing up." And I'm like, "Oh my god, no way!" I'm like, "He's he's talking shit now." So Okada started talking. He comes out of the ring, and then Sonata gets on the mic. He was like, okay, you're done. He was like, thank you. He was like, this is usually the time when the winner of the main event gets to talk, so now you can go to the back. And I'm like, oh, shit, Sonata is, Sonata is giving Okada the, the back talk. I'm like, no one does really? that. And, 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 and not only that, but Okada left. He's like, okay, I'll leave. He's like, yeah, get out of my get out of my ring. It's yes. my moment, my time. So this, this is this is the Sonata, like the feisty, the feisty, uh, like alpha Sonata. Oh man, Ooh. dude! I and, love that, it. and that's something in the match that I wanted to mention was whenever we thought that he was getting hit and knocked down, and then Dave Finney would start celebrating, he would pop up and go, he would, he would like Sonata up, and then I'm like, this is the aggression I want to see out of him. I haven't seen this out of him. Like ever, like usually he pops up and he's nonchalant about it, but now he's like getting all pissed, getting all ready, and then and he just pops up and he goes at, and clotheslines uh, Dave Finley. But I love the the moment I liked the most was when he won uh, the match. David Finley's on the outside, and he's crawling to the side of the ring, and you see him look at the trophy, and you see him go like this. You see him grab for the trophy, yep. and then he's like, oh. yep. and he knows that he just it was this close to getting it, and then he lost. And he, he makes it look like I'm not done with this yet, kind of look. And you're like, okay, the, he he didn't win the the battle, but he's going for the war, which is the title, and he's gonna get it. It makes me think that maybe that's gonna happen close to Dominion or something like that, or Dentaku, which is the. Which would be like the Bullet Club ten year reunion, if, if you think Maybe about don't that. Talk yeah, I'm with you. Maybe don't talk with, because yeah. Or here, here's the thing though. I and, and I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel I don't know if Gato, what Gato's going to do on this one, because now you yeah. you, you have Sonata right at the, at the top. You got him there now. You made him. You made him. You know, go into a new faction. Now he's the leader of this faction. You can say he really is. I mean. The yeah. way even seeing even seeing the post conference, like right after I see you know Sonata, they're all having a beer. Sonata was like, "Oh, without these five, you know, these four guys, I would not be where I'm at." I love that how we all contribute to each other. We all help each other to get up where we're at, and that's why I joined this faction because they elevate my career. They elevate me, and see a different persona. And even 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 Taichi agreed too. Like, yeah, we're 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 gonna be by his side no matter what. We're gonna support him. And he's doing wonders here with us, just five guys. And man, I just would just change the fucking name, though. <laughs> you sound like a fucking burger. Like, we said it last week. I mean, you sound like a burger joint. No, we need you to change that. You can't just five guys, just five 
Guys, <laughs> no, you need to change it. Talk about Shinoku. They need to find a. I hope by Sakura Genesis, they find a different name because this name, just five guys. Uh, don't be surprised at NewJapanWorld.com. You'll see a new merchandise saying <laughs> five guys just with the whole logo of the just five guys. Sponsored, sponsored by five guys. <laughs> oh, man. Or, 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 like, or like Gato said, just five losers. Just five. Losers, huh? When losers no more, Gato, because he won. He won. He's not a loser anymore. (laughs) Exactly. And then seeing Taichi stand up in front of uh, uh, Okada when Okada was talking shit to Sonata, that that was netty worthy too. I was like, I'm like, he's stepping stepping to him. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at him. He points, and then Sonata was like, I got this. He's like, I got this. And then that's what, why, like I was saying, we're getting it on the road to uh, Sigour Genesis for the first time. We're getting Taichi and Sonata teaming up against the mega powers, Okada and and Hiroshi Tanahashi. I, I know. I saw it. When I saw that, I went, Nettie, we're fighting. Tim, we finally have it. Our dream is coming true. Tai Chi and Sonata teaming up. Oh yeah. my god, it's making my nipples hard, baby. Real <laughs> fucking hard. Oh Jesus Christ. Just tell him, just tell him. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> my wife was like, buddy, hold on. I know. I'm, <laughs> yes. You're talking about burgers. Five. Yes. <laughs> just five burgers because that's the name of the faction. These guys yeah. are. I hear my chat with you. They're called Just Five Guys. They need to, they need to switch that name. And uh, yes, but man, what Tim said here in the chat, one thing, yes, he's the biggest question. Will, will they put over Sonata? Will he beat Okada at Sakura Genesis? It's a tough decision, to be honest. The fact because it's one, does Sonata sells? That's the major question. Does he sell? Because, of course, where he won, he won like pretty much. He won. If like, he won in his hometown, he won his yeah. hometown, which I didn't realize. Until they mentioned it, so it was a good. It makes me wonder what would it, what was the plan if Osprey didn't get hurt. I think it was going to be Osprey putting over Finley, maybe, or Osprey actually probably winning finally. Maybe Osprey was the one to challenge, you know, Okada Asakura Genesis. Yeah. Because that makes that makes me think like like would a Sonata gone over? Would he had gone to just five guys then, or was the plan uh, rushed up because Osprey got hurt? Like there's a lot of like to digest within that. Like okay, yeah. like if, if because who's going to be Sonata and Wasprey? That's what the semifinals would have been. Uh, like would they have put him over, get that win over Osprey because they had that little? I thought they would have because if, if that was like a rivalry for the U.S. title between him, him and David Finley, they were yeah. all going for the title. And maybe that was their way of putting him over, get those three big victories back to back between Naito, uh, Osprey, and uh, Finley. And yeah. you have him do it in like a not a dastardly way against against Osprey, but a way of shockingly, and then further the the, the good guy uh, movement of uh, Osprey down the line. But it's definitely something to think to think about, like. I think they should put it on him because why would they put him over just to have him lose the title match? Yeah, I'm with you too. I think I don't. I think 
that's the thing that I'm really concerned is how they're gonna go ahead and put you know put the belt on on Sonata. I hope they do because I would I want him to shock the world. I want this faction to shock the world, and we finally get to see the moment we've been asking for so many years. You know, Sonata was always this close of getting that IWGP title. They said he, he was, was always close. the bride. He was always the bridesmaid, but he he was never. The, he was the never the bride. He yeah. was never the bride of it. And now this is the opportunity for Sonata. And this is going to be a fantastic main event at Sakura Genesis. Him and, o- and Okada. Just loving the respect that these two guys have towards each other. Yeah. And 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 how you mentioned about Sonata having that feisty, well, get out of my ring. Get out. Get out. Get out. And just seeing that. And then, you know, just that shit talking. That professional shit talking that Sonata yes. gives to Okada. And it's like, but it's a smart ass fucking... It's a smart ass, you know, shit talk. And man, this is so far the card, ladies and gentlemen, happening on Sakura Genesis. This is gonna happen, of course. Um on April, of course. This is oh man, so yeah, what's going on, my brother? Yes, sir. What's yes, sir. What is going on? But yes, uh, there's I Sakura think there's Genesis. five I think there's five big matches. Uh we'll get into the fifth one in a second. You got Okada Sonata, you got Bishamon versus Ozzy Open. You got Hiromu versus Robbie Eagles. And then you got Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shota Umino. Uh, we'll get into the fifth one in a second because that's a different talk there. But these are the big four matches. And then, of course, April 2nd, which is Road to Road to uh, Sigour Genesis, we're getting Shingo Takagi versus Aaron Ardari in an ultimate triad match. And you want to ask, what's an ultimate triad match? It's in the match, the first person to get not only a pinfall, but a submission and a countout in the match. All three. The first person to get all three in the match wins the KOPW title. And that's going to mm-hmm. be great. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm wondering, is this the time they put Hernari over? Because that'd be great giving him the belt. But I think it should. Be, yeah. They should give it to Hanari in that one for the Ford number for the KOPW championship. But these four matches I'm excited for. I like the fact yeah. that Umino is now um challenging Zach Zombre after the last matchup where they had in the tournament, which pretty much kind of like called, you know, it, it brought that storyline to fruition. And man, uh, all of us are man. All of us were definitely, definitely agree. Oh. Yes, and, and then you know, seeing you know, seeing now the the story between, you know, Sex Zombre and, and Shota Omino now is becoming fruition. If you, if you guys don't know how that began, go back to the tournament, to the Jacob tournament between Sex Zombre and Umino. Of course, Umino's father, Red Shoes, was the one in refereeing that match, and Zombre was trying to take the school to Umino, and Umino did not like that very lightly. So that's why this challenge has been brought to Sex Zombre as the yeah. Genesis. And of course... During the you know during these you know the tournaments we have your six man your tag teams and you had of course you know Bishamon you know always teaming up against Aussie Open and now obviously Open has the opportunity to get the shot for those tag team titles and I'm excited I think this is Aussie Aussie Open's moment I think this is where they're gonna win it this is now gonna be their time it's gonna be it's it's gonna be perfect time to do it oh yeah it's the perfect time you have to do it this time. If, if, oh, you, if, you the, if you look at the next two weeks for Ozzy Open, they're in the, the Impact Tag Title match. They're in the 
ROH reach for the Sky Ladder match and win the tag title match in New Japan. That's three title matches within the next 10 days. That that, that just showcases how big of a, a tag team they're on. How And they're just getting on the surface of of the U.S. crowd because they've been a rev pro for a couple of years, and they this is really their only their first four year in New Japan. They've been on New Japan strong, but they haven't really been on New Japan, and now they're doing the circuit in the U.S., which is great, and they're becoming one of my favorite tag teams to watch uh, mm-hmm. right now. And this is their time. I think they're going to do it. I'm with you. I think this is going to be their time. I think this Aussie yeah. Open this moment. They're going to be now. This is going to be awesome to see. I mean, there's more matches coming up. But the one we want to talk about how big the mention was, of course, let me bring that up right here. And I have it. Mercedes Monet makes her return as she'll be back in action in New Japan. Sakura Genesis coming to you guys. And she's defending not a one-on-one, but a, a three-way, a triple threat match here. She, she, she accepted both, both challenges. She accepted both. AZM and Hazuki, that's their book for Sakura Genesis. Yeah. Ooh, I am excited to see Mercedes Monet back in action in Japan. This is gonna be an awesome match. We know we know AZM, she's a fast, fast-paced women's wrestler. She is great. Suzu- Hazuki, powerhouse of a killer that she is. And this these three combined is gonna be maybe this was a sleeper in that in that main event in that. You know, pay per view overall. I don't know how you feel about a baby, but I think this might be a sleeper. You're gonna get an idea if you don't watch Stardom how some of these uh women wrestle, and this is a good like sample size for you. Uh, with uh, them challenging for the title, I still think Mercedes Monet is gonna win this. Uh, there's a lot of cloud going under her status because after this. She's only, I think she's only scheduled for stardom, a stardom show on the 23rd. And then afterwards, she's not booked for anything. And a lot of people thought she was going to be booked for Capital Collision in DC. And she's not listed as being there. So a lot of people are thinking, is she going to go back to WWE? And then it got put out that the door is open for her to come back, but she's going to have to give up some of her wants. Some of her listed, which is how much she gets paid. She wants to get paid like uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, and WWE doesn't want to pay her that, uh, according to uh, people. That, that could be wrong, but if I know Mercedes, I know she wants to get paid. I know that if there's one thing right, that's what she wants. She wants to get paid. Uh, so I would agree with that with that one. But I think it's just – I think they're taking it one match at a time. They're not overplaying their hand. They're not putting out all of the decks in the car to, to show you everything that's happening. I think they're just – they're making you think. They're making you wait because they want you to see if she wins or not, and then they're going to post her next match. Yeah. And I think that's the right way to do it. You're gaining interest. You're getting people to, like, stay tuned to be continued. You don't want to be like, oh, she's booked for this, 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 and this, and this. Because then you're like, okay, she's going to retain. They want you to to uh, think, is she going to win or not? So I like the, the the tactics that they're doing. And they're using WWE to get get it done. And I'm going to love this match. I Just like you said, sleeper. 
that match is going to be a banger. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hell of a banger because that's going to be, oh, man. I mean, so far, you know, the matches they have on Ace for Sakura Genesis, you have you have that one. You have the main event, the, you know, Sonata and uh, Okada. You have Hiromu versus Robbie Eagles. You have the Open versus Bishamon. Umino, Zack Zombri. You have LIJ in a six-man versus Dope versus just five guys. Members Doku, Kanamori, and Tai Chi. Yeah. You have Wado, Hikuleo, Tamatonga versus you know Bullet Club, Femini, Kentum, and an ELP. You have of course United Empire versus House of Torture, Erinari, Jeff Cobb, Francisco, Francesco Kira versus Show, Yujiro Takagi, and Evil. So I mean, there's more matches coming on April eighth. I don't and don't forget on April third, they're going to have the Never Overnight Tag Match between. Uh, House of Torture, and oh, of course, uh, Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, and Ren and Ren Narita. Yes, that's going to be for April. Yeah, April third. That's we're going to have the never open weight, never open man, six weight, six man tag team titles. Strong style, Ren Narita, El Desperado, yeah. Minoru versus House of Torture. That's going to be another great and, can, and, can, and, and this is and, and, and I can this is I mean. And, I, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Jeff Cobb uh, calling out Kenny Omega again. I think I'd be remiss. We, we might see, yeah, we might see Jeff Cobb and Kenny Omega at Sakura Genesis for the U.S. title. He yes. called him out. He was like, "Kenny," he was like, "I'm finally resorting to using Twitter now." He was like, "I know you're listening." He was like, "Stop, uh, stop uh, ducking me." He was like, "I want that title shot." I know you're in AEW, but like you have that New Japan title. Let's go. And he mentioned he was going to go to St. Louis, but they never popped him up. So I'm hoping that's just part of the storyline of him going there. Maybe he does something, but they won't let him in. Uh, but I think it's Bruin. Like I was thinking it's either going to be Sigour Genesis or, like I said, it was going to be Dominion or something, something big like that. Because they, they have to get the title off of Kenny Omega somehow. And yeah. with him going back and forth with uh, Jeff Cobb, I think that'd be the perfect time to do so. Absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, oh, man. This is going to be a loaded stack. I mean, heading to the road to Genesis, Sakura Genesis. It's happening now. You know, Bigley had Bigley mentioned you're already going to have the, the triad match. Uh, and so much. Much exciting! Oh my god, I'm 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 definitely gonna be tuning in, watching all these matches, man. I have to see them. There has to be, uh, especially when it's Tai Chi and Sonata versus oh yeah. my god, oh versus Okada and Tanahashi. That's gonna be a killer. That's gonna be a banger right there. I cannot wait. But man, oh my god, love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Great forty-six minutes. It's a fantastic New Japan weekly show for you guys. We'll be back for definitely going to be, you know, talking about, but we'll probably be back not this Saturday, but the fall. Because next Saturday is WrestleMania weekend. So we're going to be, yeah. you know, busy with other shows that we have to take care of for that. But we'll be back after WrestleMania so we can go ahead and break down at least the, you know, what happened with the KOPW title? What happened with the never open, you know, six man? As we're heading to Road to Genesis, we'll be discussing those matches and we definitely got to come back here and talk about tai chi and sonata teaming up 
that's the one that I am stoked to see. And this is honestly, you know, before we go, you could say this is now the highlight, the best highlight for Taichi's career because you're now yeah. facing Tanahashi and Okada. You really don't see Taichi to be up in this type of, you know, type of storylines. You always see him in the mid card. And now we're seeing him now at main event level along with his boy, Sonata. Oh, she's making me rock hard, baby. Rock hard. And keep an eye out because I'm going to be going to uh, New Japan at Philadelphia Collision on April 16th. So I'm going to be putting out a vlog out for that for, for the New Japan show. So keep an eye out for that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, more so around the 17th. So we got that. And then after Genesis and that, we should be covering the, the best of the Super Juniors. That's coming up in, in the first or second week of May. So we got that. And then after that would be the road to Dominion. So we got a lot of stuff to cover in the next couple of months. So keep an Absolutely. eye out and let us know what you think. Absolutely, gentlemen. There you have it. So comment below. Subscribe to the Blue Light Entertainment Network. You know, follow us here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, all over the social medias, on Twitch, on Discord. We're there all the, you know, every day, all day. And once again, today, do not forget, later on today in the afternoon, of course, well, well my time, because I'm, I'm Pacific Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. But later in the Eastern Time, as once again, 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, you got out of here, podcast nick theater and of course the host the man of the hour alongside later on with bakley as they will be talking updated news of what's going on in the world of baseball with the phillies went on any updates injury dates anything because i know there was an injury that happened in the world classic you know baseball club so yeah they gotta be talking about that for sure later on of course you're gonna have another banger of a banger roto slappers is gonna be coming on later on at 8 30 eastern standard time as well here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network as season of Equal Course, giving you the best updates of NFL free agency, NFL draft, upcoming draft, everything. Everything overall, Streets will provide that to you later tonight. And to close out Saturday this evening on the network, it's the Bangers, baby. The Banger Podcasting. Tim King, as the Tim King Show, will be on at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time as he will be alongside with maybe Bakley once again. Along with Brett from Brainbuster Boys, other people that'll be joining on later in the evening. It's gonna be a banger matchup as Tim and Justin and Jeremy will be killing it later tonight on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, subscribe, go back, go to the website, go to bloodlinenetwork.com for all your you know, your all your updates, your news, your articles. And let me just pull it up very, very briefly before we close it out here. Ah, uh, let me see, let me share my screen to you all. Uh, if this thing allows me to for a minute here we go there we go there you have it once again go to bloodlinenetwork.com you get all your updates on fantasy baseball breakouts and bust you got all you know roto slappers of course catch tears that happened earlier you can catch us here also on the audio platforms as well you can listen to us if you can't watch us you can listen to us while you're in the shower when you're working out or you know you're, you're taking a jog or you're babysitting or you know so anything that you're doing, there you go. You can listen to us as well. Check out the, of course, you know, recently, the first lady, our bloodline sister, JD, WrestleBrand Podcast, debuted her show last Thursday. Check it out, the replay. Check out with Nick Dieterding and Keith, what they did on the Universal Wrestling Podcast as they did their first ever UW Pod draft. That, 
That was incredible. If you want to catch our recap, of course, of UFC 256, you catch it there as well. And so much of a bangers. Matches of the week, of course, brought to you by Brett. Top 10 matches. you got more articles here, of course. The fantasy, you know, fantasy, you know, breakouts and bust. You got Kate, you see? You've got my boy Bakley here tonight. You see? He already has his bet slips on for you guys for today's UFC San Antonio. It's all there on the Bloodline and Bloodline Entertainment Network. Go to bloodlinenetwork.com for all not just only pro wrestling, but all sports. You got NFL, NBA, MLB, drafts, fantasy, fantasy booking articles. They have fantastic shit. And just such good shit. Oh, I gotta play it before we need to fuck it. I gonna just play it. Might as well just fucking play it. Right. See? See, this is all this website such good is shit. such good shit. This is such good shit. It is good shit. That's what it is. So good you gotta do it twice. You gotta do it twice. You gotta do it twice, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, you got the mock drafts there, of course, for, for Cincinnati Bengals, for the Giants. Oh man, so much good quality stuff here, ladies and gentlemen. But there you have it. Once again, don't forget to follow and subscribe to my boy Bakley. Okay, my IQ right here, the, the IQ that Gato is finally listening. He's probably watching and listening to the shows, Bakley. He finally gave me he, he's, 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 he's writing, he's writing notes. He's writing notes. He's actually writing notes. He saw our frustration was not. I now he's up there, so we cannot wait. So, man, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you all for tuning in here on this Saturday afternoon. Don't forget, don't go anywhere later on. Make sure if you're not subscribed to the Bloodline Entertainment Network, do it now. Hit that notification button while you're at it. Get get all, like I said, everything notifications of what's going on every day on this network. And also, don't forget to follow Circle Debate as well. Follow us to uh, on our social media platform. Follow Cage My Q, the Tim King Show. That's where you know where the trios of the New Japan. Of course, Tim was not able to make it today, but we're here. He's here with us in spirit. As it was in that, and I want to thank everybody in the chat today as well. Ah, oh. so ladies and gentlemen, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, Cage My Q, CLD, everybody else. We don't just podcast. What do we do, baby? We make history. Peace. Must be you too. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my God, it's so great. Bang! Yes!